But we are back for an eight-game slate on Wednesday as the regular season winds down. Um, I would not be surprised if you see a few of these teams rest a lot of players. So we'll have to keep an eye on news there uh, from when I'm making this video at 9 p.m. at uh, night the night before. I think a lot of stuff can definitely change. But before we get into it, if you guys are new, my name is DK. Again, we'll be talking about the eight-game NBA DFS slate. Also make content for prize picks. Uh, they are the sponsor of the video. You can use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. It'll be linked in the description. Uh, with, with the YouTube plays today, went um, 1.5x. Uh, we hit on Vooch over his PRA, and we pushed uh, Nick Claxton rebound, so that was nice. Also started the day off really hot on prize picks. Um, went 4-1 with my early plays. Got a little bit hurt with uh, some random blowouts in some of the later plays, but those are uh, plays I don't regret. Just got hit with a little bit of bad variance there. Um, and then as far as DFS goes tonight, well, I had Kai Jones and he is the worst player to ever play the game. So that sucked. Um, he kind of sunk my lineup, hit on a lot of different things. I hit on low on Bogdanovich, um, you know, hit, hit on a lot of low on plays, but got punished, uh, with Kai Jones, who was massive chalk, uh, everywhere. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, kind of ended my night there. So it is what it is. Um, don't regret the play. He just was awful. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, let's talk about this eight game slate. So we got Knicks and Pacers first game here, but the next big news here is RJ Barrett. He missed the last game uh, due to an illness. If RJ Barrett misses, you're going to get more run for just a combination guys. You saw quickly pick up a start. Uh, he played a good chunk of minutes. Um, you get a little more run for Grimes, a little more run for Josh Hart who got injured, uh, and didn't come back, but should be good to go here. Um, Toppin also played a lot more last game. Uh, he was not on pace to play huge minutes, but once Josh Hart went down, Toppin came back in and got a little bit of extended run. Robinson to Hardenstein, they're going to split the sun position. They're both you know, a little bit pricey. Um, but yeah, so I, I like Brunson Salt 9 too, just because he's going to play huge minutes. He should play 40 minutes, be the go-to guy. Quickly assume he starts is still firmly, firmly in play. Um, Grimes has been playing extremely well. Uh, he's pricey, but hey, uh, if there's no RJ Barrett, I guess you can get to him. Um, if RJ Barrett's in, then I'm not going to get to quickly. I'm not going to get to Grimes. Probably won't get to Hart. It would mainly just be Brunson, I would say. Um, I would I would have interest in Barrett too himself, who's been playing not the best of late, but still is a guy that has you know 45, 50 fantasy points ceiling. Moving on to the Pacers, so no Halliburton. Uh, Miles Turner again. There's no reason to play him the last few games of the season, so I just assume he's not going to play. With that being said, you should get Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson splitting the center position. I like both. Um, at their price points. I think Smith will be more popular based on recent play. But if everyone's going to play Jalen Smith, I'm fine going to Jackson for a fraction of the ownership, right? Um, so I like both the bigs there, assuming there's no Miles Turner. And this group of like Nemhard, Mather, Noir, McConnell, Heald, Naismith, all viable. Um, Nemhard's going to start at the point, probably play around 30 minutes. I think he's fine. Matherin's been playing a ton of minutes. I expect low to mid-30s minutes for him. Noir, I should see low to mid-30s. So, like, a lot of these Pacers guys look pretty similar to me. McConnell um, did only play 19 minutes last game. I think he dealt with a bit of foul trouble. But he is the guy that is, you know, the best point per minute of the bunch. And if you give him close to 30 minutes, he's the guy at the highest ceiling, in my opinion. Buddy Heald been coming off the bench, uh, been playing, like, mid-20s minutes. Fine. Naismith, we'll see rotation minutes as well. So, I don't know. Just, like, a, a lot of these Pacers guys look very, very similar in the mid-range. Brooklyn to Detroit. Well, Assuming Brooklyn plays all their guys, I think there's a chance they could rest some guys. I'm pretty sure they're pretty locked into the sixth seed right now. Um, so we'll see. Like, I would not be shocked if they just rest everyone and we get a game where we're looking to guys like Dayron Sharp and, you know, it's Cam Thomas season and Edmund Sumner. But if all the main guys play, then it's 
Basically the same thing. I like Bridges and Dinwiddie. They're going to play huge minutes. 8K for Dinwiddie, 8-6 for Bridges. Claxton will play around 30 minutes. It's fine. Cam Johnson should play low 30s minutes. Feels priced about right. Royce, Dorian Finney-Smith, they're going to split the power forward position. Don't really love either. So um, mainly be the top end guys. But again, if they rest a lot of guys, we could get some value here for sure. For Detroit, so last game, I don't think uh, any of these questionable players will play. Bagley sat last game too um, due to concussion. Um, they started Wiseman and Duran together in the front court. So if they, do that, if they do that again, then I like both Wiseman and Duran. 5-3 for Wiseman, 5-1 for Duran. Hayes and Ivy are both fine options. I prefer Ivy to Hayes. He's just had the higher ceiling of late, been playing much more consistent. Amorier should see solid run off the bench. I think he's reasonable. Um, Livers, I thought he got banged up um, and didn't return. I could be wrong in that, but I'm pretty sure he got a little bit banged up. Um, and then Kojo, Hampton, they should round out their rotation there for the Pistons. But yeah, if you get the double center uh, starting lineup again with Duran and Wiseman, I think both look pretty good. Toronto and Boston. So Toronto, Gary Trent Jr., has missed the last, what, four or five games. He's been questionable. I assume he's going to return relatively soon. Um, nothing really standing out to me for Toronto. But I think all the main guys are viable ways to get different. That would be Siakam, Van Fleet, Barnes, OG, Pirtle. Um, Boucher feels a little bit pricey. Achua feels a bit pricey. I probably won't get any of the value plays, but I think any of the main guys are fine contrarian plays. For Boston, uh, Jalen Brown sat out uh, tonight. We'll see if he's available tomorrow. If everyone's available... Tomorrow for Boston, there's not a ton that I like. Um, if Brown's out again, then obviously you can look to Tatum and the guards. Um, Boston like just didn't put up like any points tonight. But um, if Brown's out again, obviously again Tatum gets that bump. Those guards look better. So and then if there's no Robert Williams, Horford should play a little bit more. You saw Grant Williams in the starting lineup. So we'll keep an eye on the Boston news. Washington, Atlanta. I would be shocked if like I don't think any of these vets will play for the rest of the season. So I'm pretty sure we're gonna get a similar starting lineup uh, to last night, which would be. Goodwin, Johnny Davis, Kispert, Anthony Gill, and Gafford. Uh, you saw Kendrick Nunn go nuclear in 22 minutes off the bench. Um, with that being said, I like Goodwin. I like Nunn. Johnny Davis should play a lot. I like him. Kispert should get a good chunk of minutes, but it's a little bit pricier. Gafford, again, a little pricier, but if he stays out of foul trouble, I like his ceiling. Um, Taj Gibson got the DNP. You saw um, Summer League legend Jay Huff play the backup five. He's not a bad point per minute guy, so I like him at 3.2K. Um, I don't know if I get to anyone else off the bench. It's none and Huff really that I'm looking to. Don't know if I get to Jackson or Todd or Cooks. Or Todd's not with the team, but Todd or uh, Cooks. All right, Atlanta. So Trey Young and Hunter both missed the game tonight. If they're both out again, then I really like Murray. I really like Badanovich. I was talking about on the Patreons team how I just didn't understand why Sadiq Bay was getting way more ownership than Badanovich. My my strong stand was I just loved Badanovich and his ownership. And he absolutely smashed at very, very low ownership. So that went very well. Um, but yeah, there's no Trey Young again. I really like Murray. I really like Badanovich. Bay is fine. The front court doesn't really change too much. Capel and Okongu is about the center position. Collins is fine. Um, but if Hunter and Trey Young are both in, there's nothing that I really love. I think the main guards would be playable. I think the bigs would be playable. So uh, moving on to Chicago and Milwaukee. Well, Chicago got blown out tonight. Now they go on the road against Milwaukee. We'll see who's playing for Milwaukee. Milwaukee pretty much locked up the one seed, so I would not be surprised if you see a ton of guys rest for the Bucs. But for the Bulls, if everyone's in, it's the same thing as always. DeRozan, Levine, Vooch, all fine plays. No one stands out, though, of those three. Um, Kobe White's been playing well, but it's a little bit too pricey. I'm not going to get to Patrick Williams. Drummond's a bit pricey. So there's really not much here outside of the main three guys for Chicago. For Milwaukee... 
I don't think a lot of these main guys play, to be honest. So I, I would not be shocked if you don't see Giannis, Middleton, Drew, Porter. Like, this might be a spot where they're pretty shorthanded. They run a lot of that in the bench, guys. But let's just talk about it if all the main guys are in. If they're all in, I like Giannis 11-4. Um, he should play low 30s minutes. He'll be super productive when he's on the court. I don't think I get to Middleton or Drew or Portis or Lopez. So it would mainly be Giannis. But, uh, again, if a lot of these guys are out, then we could look into some value plays. So really depends on who's available from Milwaukee. And it's, it's hard to talk about that right now. Memphis and New Orleans. So for Memphis, last game, Dylan Brooks missed. You saw Luke Kennard pick up the start. Um, I like Ja, 10-3. He should play low to mid-30s minutes. The Grizzlies did say they wanted to give their main guys more minutes down the stretch. Bain, Triple J, eh, field price right. I'm not going to get to Tyus Jones. Um, Kennard, Conchar, Roddy, they should see more run if Dylan Brooks misses. If Dylan Brooks is in, I'm probably going to stay away from those guys. Moving on to New Orleans. So New Orleans, I expect all the same same guys to be available again. Um, it's Ingram. It's CJ. They're going to run the offense. Uh, Ingram at 9.9. Yeah, that feels priced about right. Um, he had like 20 turnovers tonight, which is tilting because I took his over. Fantasy scoring prize picks. McCollum's been really, really quiet, but still playing a ton of minutes. JV, again, it comes down to minutes for him. If you play, if you get the game where JV plays 32 to 34 minutes, he can absolutely smash. But there's also games where he plays like low 20s minutes. Murphy, Jones, eh, they're both reasonable. Um, if you think that JV gets limited, you can look to Nance. Guys like Jay Rich and Marshall are not out of play, but like I think there's going to be better value. I'm, I'm pretty sure at least like one of these teams in the slate tomorrow is going to rest a ton of guys. So I don't think we'll need, it'll be necessary to go there. Sacramento and Dallas. So for Sacramento, I mean, I like Sabonis and Fox. They should play 35 to 40 minutes. Um, assuming this game says competitive, which it should. So like the ceiling of both those guys. I don't know if I get to the wings of Herder, Barnes, or Murray. Um, Monk feels a little bit too pricey. So I'll say mainly it's just Sabonis and Fox. On the Dallas side, well, right now it sounds like Kyrie and Luka are going to play. I think that could change if the Thunder win tonight um, because that would basically eliminate them. Um, but if they're both available, then I think both Luka and Kyrie are fine. You know, Luka played 44 minutes, but was horrific. Uh, Kyrie kind of stepped up with Luka struggling. Um, I don't think I get to 7K Christian Wood. He did play a good chunk last game, but I don't trust it. Tim Hardaway Jr., 6.8K, also feels a little bit too pricey for me. Green feels too pricey. Like, they did price up a lot of these secondary guys in case that Luka and Kyrie sat. Um, now, let's just talk. If Luka and Kyrie do sit, then, you know, it's going to be Hardy and Green that I'm probably looking to. I wouldn't be surprised if they shut down, like, Hardaway or Wood, too. Um, so, I would be looking to a lot of the young guys, again, like Hardy, like Josh Green, uh, again, we would see who would be available uh, exactly for Dallas in that situation. But I would not be surprised if you see more of the vets sit um, if they do end up shutting down Luka and Kyrie. And finally, the Lakers and Clippers. Well, obviously, both teams do need to win games here. But for the Lakers, AD's been playing extremely well. Um, I have no issue if you want to go to them 10-9. LeBron at 10K does get a slight bump with D'Lo off the court, a little bit more ball handling. Um, Reese feels a bit too pricey. I'm not going to pay 6K for Vanderbilt. Broder should play a little bit more if D'Lo's not uh, in. But again, I don't probably not get to any of the value here for the Lakers. Um, and if D'Lo's in, it completely eliminates the value plays. Finally, the Clippers. So we know Paul George is still out. Eric Gordon, questionable. And uh, Marcus Morris is questionable. Um, if they both miss, you should get more run for guys like Powell and Mann and Batum. Maybe a little more run for Bones Highland, who was awful last game, but has played pretty well of late. Um, as far as the top end guys go, quiet 10-2. I think we'll be relatively low on, but I like the matchup for him. He should play big minutes. Westbrook, revenge game narrative. 
Um, I don't love the price, but hey, I mean, he's going to play a ton and be the number two offensively. Norm Powell started last game with those guys out. Um, I think if he starts again, he's fine. If he comes to the bench, a little bit pricey. Zubac revenge game. Again, him and Plumley should split, split the center position. I like the ceiling a bit more, though, on Zubac. We can stay out of foul trouble. Um, and then guys like Mann, Batum, Covington, maybe have interest in those guys if there's no Gordon and Morris. So Gordon and Morris are in. I'm going to stay away. So that's going to wrap up the video, guys. Again, if you haven't enjoyed, just make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. As always, I really appreciate the support, and we'll see you guys in the next video.